So the Minnesota Vikings get embarrassed by the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football. Let's get into it. Hey there, Vikings Nation. Get ready to dive deep into the skull state of mind. Join our host, D. Woods, as he shares his unfiltered takes on all things Vikings. From expert game analysis to player controversies and everything in between. If you love the Vikings for better or worse, then you've come to the right place. So grab a drink and let's talk all things purple and gold. This is the Skull State of Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Skull State of Mind Podcast. As you know, I'm your host, D. Woods. Now, the Minnesota Vikings got a beatdown against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football on New Year's Eve. Let's dive into it. What the hell happened? Me, personally, I really feel like the Vikings came out there flat and they weren't ready to play. I kind of feel like, you know, it didn't look like the same team that we saw you know, multiple weeks. I mean, the offense was just lethargic and terrible. I feel like the Green Bay Packers, they came in with a game plan and they were able to execute it on defense and offense. I mean, we had a couple of flashes on special teams, but it didn't really, you know, help us enough because we were already down, you know, too many touchdowns in this game for actually for that shit to actually make a difference. But I'm just a little disappointed. I kind of felt like the Vikings, if they were going to win this game, they had the opportunity to to go into Detroit, considering that Detroit couldn't move up in the standings or move down in the standings. So basically I was, you know, I'm excited. Like, okay, maybe we can get in the playoffs. And just like I told you guys before, like I really wanted the Vikings to get in the playoffs, you know, because I wanted to build that, that winning type culture, like, hey, we're used to going to the playoffs. We go to the playoffs every year. And you you already know during the Mike Zimmer days, you know, it's kind of like we will only go to the playoffs like every other year. So I was kind of excited for the team to get into the hunt and maybe make the playoffs. But <sighs> playoffs right now, it ain't even looking like it right now. I really feel like the Minnesota Vikings shot themselves in the foot. And I think they're just playing for experience now. Like, I want to see guys like Lewisine play a whole lot more. Andrew Booth play a whole lot more. Like I want to see the young guys actually develop and see what, what you have because I'm not going to say this season is completely over, but we got one more game left. Detroit's not playing for nothing. Um, we basically need a lot of help just to get in the playoffs. So it's kind of like, hey, it kind of is what it is. We got we to lick our wounds and, you know, regroup. But let's talk about the defense. Now, the defense, for example, I've been on this on this channel and on multiple channels, basically voicing my opinion and my concern about Brian Flores because I really feel after the Cincinnati game that this defense has been figured out. And the reason why I'm saying that is the defense has been figured out. It just feels like opposing offenses are able to play against the Vikings right now and game plan and execute whatever they want. I'm talking about balls down the field. I'm talking about running the ball. I'm talking about balls in the middle of the field. It just basically feels it's the same feeling like how we felt, you know, last year with Donatelle, where basically like, you know, this defense is going to give up big plays. And I feel like this defense now is at the point where they're really giving up a lot of big plays. And I feel like whatever Brian Flores was doing on defense to kind of like masks, 
the the aspect of him not having you know quality star players is being figured out like we've talked a lot of times about like oh the blitz getting home and the defense is good he transformed his defense but i i really felt personally the whole time that even though the defensive stats were looking good it was only a matter of time before another you know offensive mind you know would just would have figured out like okay they're doing this this is what I'm going to do. And I think we saw that in Cincinnati. Detroit came in here, did the same thing. And then we saw it again with Green Bay. So all this talk about Brian Flores becoming the head coach and, you know, Kevin O'Connell's out of here or whatever. I don't even think Brian Flores is going to be in contention at this point to actually get a head coaching job, considering how bad this defense has dropped in the past coming weeks, because that's going to be the be the big question like I would ask if I was bringing Brian Flores in it's like hey you had a top 10 defense and at the end of the season your defense basically got washed what happened and he has to answer that question but I'm going to drop a more more videos about Brian Flores defense and go into depth a little bit about what I think is happening on defense so let's talk about the offense a little bit let's talk about Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins I mean we all wanted to see what we had in Jaron Hall and we got that like we got that and he came in there like a deer in the headlights and the offense wasn't able to move down the field at all against another bad defense like we know that Green Bay Packer defense is not that good so I kind of feel like maybe he's not ready but that's a that's a that's a good thing to me like because I feel like now you really know you really have some game tape and maybe Kevin O'Connell and the coaching staff knew all along because that's the reason why they kept going to Mullins and why they went to Dobbs. But talking about Mullins, Mullins came in there and he was able to go down the field, but I would say black, bad play calling showed up and basically, you know, robbed us of a couple of points. And I mean, it is what it is. Like I just feel at the end of the day, the Vikings don't have a reliable backup quarterback and we got to stop trying to prop up these fourth round draft picks, fifth round draft picks, uh, journeyman quarterbacks, you know, who has never succeeded in the league. And we're actually propping them up thinking they're going to be our savior. The thing about Jaron Hall is that I understand being a Minnesota Viking fan. When you draft a quarterback, we want to draft our guy. We want to give our guy every chance to succeed because the last time we had a guy that we really got behind and wanted to succeed was Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm not saying that Jaron Hall is in the Katie Bridgewater realm, but I'm saying like that's one of the reasons why we rally around quarterbacks that were drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. Now let's talk about Kevin O'Connell for a minute, man. Kevin O'Connell, Kevin O'Connell, Kevin O'Connell. I mean – I'm going to make a video going in depth about what I feel is going to happen with this coaching staff going forward on the, you know, for next season. But I'm looking at the situation with Kevin O'Connell a little bit different right now. And I'm looking at it like this is I'm understanding the fact that he's a second year head coach and the growing pains that he's going to have for basically on a job experience. It comes, you know, at detriment to these fans. So it's kind of like, I feel like it's okay that we can, you know, criticize him on certain situations with the game, but he got a four-year deal. He's only in year two. I mean, they're playing with house money because they were 13 and four last year. This is a down season. And I've been saying this for the past couple of weeks. 
I'm going to judge Kevin O'Connell for what he does next season and if he can actually fix certain aspects of his offense. But it's kind of like it is what it is. But I just really feel like Kevin O'Connell, he has, like, I would say he can be the guy. I'm not going to say he he he's just done. He should be fired. Like, I think he can be the guy, and I believe in him. But he has to start making better better decisions and getting this team ready to play. I mean, looking forward, looking forward is like this: if the Minnesota Vikings would have won this game because of Green Bay Packers, they would have been actually playing for something going into the Detroit game, which is the season finale. I mean, Detroit's probably not going to be playing for anything else, but Bracken Wright's trying to sweep, you know, their division opponent. I, I get that, but they're not going to be able to move up or down the standings. So they're kind of like stuck in the spot that they are right now, you know, going towards the playoffs. And I just feel like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, what, what do you do? Like, are the Minnesota Vikings going to go try to win this game and see if they can back their way in the playoffs? It's like, you know, we don't know. We really don't know. And I'm kind of like, I don't want any players to get hurt like J.J. or, or you know, Daniil Hunter or players that down the field that we're going to need, you know, later in later years. But it's going to be interesting to see what Kevin O'Connell does at quarterback because if the Vikings not playing for nothing, you might as well play your rookies and see what you got in them. But um, I appreciate you guys, you know, following the channel, you know, liking the post. Uh, if you got anything you want me to add to these videos, uh, feel free to basically, you know, chat with me. I, I'm in the chat a lot. So I respond, but um, you know how I end the show? Skull, baby. Thanks for tuning into the Skull State of Mind podcast. Take a beat to give us a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. Join us next time and don't forget to follow Skull State of Mind on all social media platforms to keep up with all the news and updates. Thanks again for listening. And as always, Skull Vikings. Ow.